Hello there, and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted that you have reserved this hour to spend with me. I absolutely love coming to you live every Thursday, four o'clock Pacific time, to spend this hour with you. At Story You Talk Radio, we are doing exactly what it sounds like. We're talking about stories, and this might be the stories you live by, the stories you're writing, the stories you're merging with, the stories you're up-leveling, the stories you're editing, rewriting, sending to a publisher. doesn't really matter. We deal with all of that here, and I have a great time doing it. And I have a really wonderful time accepting your letters and texts and phone calls and everything else that inspire the stories we talk about right here. If you've been listening to this show here at KKNW, you know that we just passed the three-year anniversary on Valentine's Day for this show. And I really love bringing in people to comment on what they're writing about. Recently for the Valentine's Day show, we had John David Mann and Anna Mann, his wife, and we talked about the go-giver marriage. A lot of you expressed interest in getting a hold of that book. So it's only five days away now that that book comes out, March 8, 2022. It's called The Go-Giver Marriage. And if you subscribe to my newsletter, I'll give you a direct link to that. But you can find it on Amazon or wherever else you like to shop. But if you do want to be a part of the newsletter, head on over to CoachDebbie.com and just scroll down and get yourself on the newsletter there, CoachDebbie.com, and Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. I would love to have you as a newsletter subscriber, and as you might have guessed, while Eric is in the studio every Thursday live, taking this show into a dynamic recording. He is also responsible for making this into a brilliant podcast. And you can subscribe to the podcast on several different platforms, Apple or Podcast One or SoundCloud, whatever your favorite is, I would love to have you as a subscriber. And if you would like a little gift from me, all you need to do is write to me and say, I'm your latest subscriber. I'll take your word for it. And I will send you a journal or some other wonderful Coach Debbie tools that I have and would love to send directly to your mailbox. So today, what are we talking about? Today's show is inspired by a writer. Her name is Sherry. She wrote in to me earlier this week 
And let me just give you a little excerpt of what she said. I discovered your show last year and wanted to reach out to say, nice job. You've helped me feel better about not finishing my certification in creative writing. I don't quite know how I did that, but I'm glad I did that. And you've also helped me feel inspired to write when and how I feel like it. I do have one hang up, though, that I'd like to discuss. I'm trying to improve my website. I don't want to turn it into a Hallmark movie with silly videos about the holidays, but I do think it needs to at least be positive. I'm a dietitian with a mad desire to help moms after pregnancy and delivery. Can you tell me if my website is too sweet or unbelievable to someone who needs my services? So, Sherry, I had never thought about the idea that Hallmark stories and just the weightiness of how popular Hallmark movies are could in any way be impinging the creativity of someone designing their own website. I'm really glad you brought this to me. So today, you, Sherry, have inspired me to talk about people writing, especially your books. And is your book a Hallmark experience? It sounds like Sherry doesn't want hers to be. But I am saying that all readers, and it, it doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, or where you fall in in between, all of us desire feel-good experiences. And so I'm just asking, who of you are doing that for your readers? Or are there times when you're feeling just a little dated, just a little discounting of how wonderful it can be to just step into a great high vibe? You know, we, we can get pretty darn serious in these times. There's been some heavy duty stuff going on. If you have had your eyes open for at least a moment in the last few years. So it's almost as if we are discounting and getting a little jaded about stuff that really does sell. I mean, my dear friend and colleague and collaborator and client and good old jokester Don B reminded me today that among the industry's highest sellers are those romance novels. You know, I forget about that all the time because I just, I don't read them. But, but it's true. It's true. If you go out there and do the research, you will find those romance novels are bringing in loads of money, not only for the industry, but for the individual romance writer. Yeah, if you want a, a get rich quick thing and you are, you know, a fairly strong writer, I'm. I don't know that I want to say it came from me, but it looks like it is coming from me. 
you might want to dabble with it. See how quickly you can earn your first half million. Probably won't take that long. Why? Because those books make people feel good. And I'm just going to tell you right now, it's not just the ladies that read romance novels. Uh Uh-uh. It's not just the ladies that watch Hallmark movies. No. Some people, even today, as I announced today's topic, some people have come forward to tell me little secrets about their favorite Hallmark movies and how they feel because of them. It's not a bad idea to bring some of these qualities into your writing. Now, it's not going to fit everywhere, right? If you're working on a LBGT, etc. book, if you are working on a Black Lives Matter book, if you are bringing awareness on any level, I'm not telling you to turn it into a Hallmark movie. No, 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 no. That's not my message here. But I am saying, Yes, that Sherry and all kinds of people in the world who want to be of service are also asking themselves, how can I do it without going too far in the direction where I might not be taken seriously, but I also don't want to go so far in the other direction that it sounds like all I'm doing is being critical and scholarly and where where's the line? Where's the happy medium? Well, I'm going to share with you three ideas just around positivity and storytelling and um, skill building. That'll come a little later in the show, but I'm also going to talk to you about what Hallmark movies really do for their readers and how you might adapt some of those qualities into what you are writing. Now, first of all, if you are thinking you need a little help with some writing, as most of us do, even I do. I mean, I've been writing since I was 10, 10 years old, and it did. It began with a journal. Soon after that, I was writing fiction. Soon after that, I was receiving awards for my fiction writing. Still, even in my teens, I was starting my editorial career because people were asking me to give them tips and and sometimes just take over and, and do a little editing for them. In my 20s, I started tutoring writing students at the college level, I was very, very happy to receive a job where I worked side by side with the special needs department. And I I even tutored some students by using my sign language skills in those years. And eventually, many of you know, I went on to be an associate professor of literature. And I did that for 20 years and loved it. If it weren't for giving out those horrific grades, I'd probably still be there. And if it wasn't for the fact that it it practically, you know, put me on food stamps, I'd probably still be there too. But at some point, 
this girl branched out and found her way into entrepreneurialism. But I'm going to tell you, publicly, I don't usually say this, but it fits in that all of us, no matter what we are writing and no matter how we came into our skills as a writer, at some point, all of us enjoy just a full throttle, feel good story. All of us. And I'm, I'm someone who has read a lot of nonfiction that's not in that category, but there's really, for me, there's nothing better than after doing some hard, heavy lifting, just relaxing into a Friday night, a little Hallmark movie, popping the popcorn, getting out the blankie, turning off the phone, and knowing this is a time to just feel good. Readers love this. Writers love this. People love this. Children love this. Adults love this. Most of us, we don't admit it. Most people that read romance novels don't admit it. And yet they are contributing to making romance novels novels among the best-selling books there are. So I just want to tell you, if you're working on your website, your copy, your newsletter, your book, and it's not necessarily something that's going to bring about awareness about the most difficult topics of our time, There's nothing wrong at all by following the examples seen in these Hallmark movies and Hallmark stories because they make us feel good. They help us unwind. They highlight what it is like to be in love. They do things like commemorate holidays where some of the the loneliest people fall into those abyss places and they need help. Hallmark movies sometimes lift us out of that. Hallmark movies are kid-friendly. And in today's world, that can be something difficult to stumble upon. What is kid-friendly anymore? Hallmark movies in many ways are very non-analytical, You know, you don't have to have your most focused mind going on to follow the storyline. They're they're totally digestible. Even if you're new to the English language and you're watching a Hallmark movie in English, you'll probably easily be able to follow along. Many of them I've noticed focus on small, small town living, to say, or traditional stories, but all of them, honestly, all of those Hallmark movies and go ahead and challenge me. Maybe I'm wrong about this, but all of them, they, at least to me, appear to be very safe. And sometimes that's what we need. If our whole life was a Hallmark movie, I don't know if we'd all make it. I really don't. I don't think that's what reality is, but there is a time and a place 
to adjust your writing or to adjust your reading experience so you can have something safe and real feeling good and welcoming for your evening, for your day, for your weekend. So that's what we're going to be focusing on. I want to thank Sherry again for initiating this topic. We have some people writing in. Don B has already written in, and I see others typing away. So let's take our first break right here. And when we come back, a little more feel-good stuff for you. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. So we can talk about that choice for the feel-good movie, the feel-good book. In today's world, there is so much going on that gets us all worked up, that scares us, that makes us contemplate how we need to change, how we feel behind. There's also this other side of life where there's that trend for the unstoppable person, the warrior person, that magnetic go-getter. I hear that term badass a lot, the eight-figure superhero. And in all of that, where is the person that just gets to calm down, relax, enjoy themselves, and feel good? A lot of us get so worked up that we just, we flat out resist feeling good anymore. It's almost like we think we're lazy if we're feeling good, that we should be taking on something instead of just relaxing into the day and feeling good. My client Don B wrote in today, and I, I want to share this with you. I love what he says here. I think there is an art at work in the best of Hallmark episodes on TV. The viewers get to leave the world of their own personal worries, the ugly news on TV, and watch a kind little world where love still exists and makes people happy. <laughs> I love this. I started giggling. But if the writer or screenwriter blows it, says Don, we just end up with overly sweetened, cloningly sweet pieces of second-rate cake. 
I have two burly male buddies who watch Hallmark shows on TV when no one is looking. And one of them buys a lot of goofy romance novels and devours them when he is lonely. I'm not too burly, but I like to watch a couple Hallmark Christmas episodes during December. Shh, about that secret, he says. Well, your secret's out, Dawn. And you know what? There's a lot, a lot, a lot of people out there who just enjoy a little break from it all, right? There are plenty of people. I mean, my guy included, you know, he's a trained Marine. And yet, oh, he is so adorable when I go and find that cute, sweet movie and I sit down on the couch and I start watching it almost always Within the first five minutes, he's over there too, sitting down, getting under the blankie, getting cozy on the couch, getting all excited about watching a sweet movie. It touches even the people that survive the most hardcore book boot camps. You know, we need something that gives us ease. But what I'm seeing in people like Sherry And in people like Jessica, who has written in, and we're going to get to your concern very soon, Jessica, is when we go and and we look at our website or our other professional copy and we're thinking about how we want to show up, there's this fear that we could get a little too hallmarky or positive. Let's take just a a moment to focus on Sherry. Now, she, uh, her brand is around helping women after they have given birth to their child and getting them in sync with their body and their diet once again. So as a dietitian, she has focused in on her niche. And that's, that's the mom. Maybe the new mom, maybe the second or third time around mom, but definitely the mom that is health conscious. Now, you want to catch her attention, of course, with your copy, but Sherry's very wise here. She's aware that her viewers are very deep in real life. Maybe they're adjusting to being away from a high-powered job, and they're with babies. Last time I checked in, babies can't have a scholarly conversation with you. Maybe these moms are, are learning how to do things they've never had to think of before. And, you know, as a friend of mine has often said, you know, I feel like I'm just the holy cow to my babies. (laughs) Uh, This idea of providing on another deeper level than you've ever had to before. How are you going to be available as one who wants to get in touch now with your body and what it needs and accept the message that someone like Sherry would be providing without feeling like you're just being manipulated into some positive, quick fix, feel good, 
hallmarky, whatever sort of situation. A lot of busy moms, they're just not going to have the time to sit around and take in something that looks so positive when their situation feels so immediate, so difficult. And for those of you who have dealt with as the person or as the partner to the person, postpartum is a very real thing. And the woman going through that does not have time, energy, or emotional gumption to be suckered into something that just seems overly positive. She's not going to deal with that. So for someone like Sherry, it's very important to meet her client in a real place. And this would be my advice. You want to think about how you can be positive in a way that you naturally inspire others. So in Sherry's case, the key word here would be natural. As a dietitian, she's going to get familiar with copy that she loves to present, that she can naturally show the great effects of. If she feels like she's in a constant salesperson mode, it could kind of, in a weird way, feel like an overdone Hallmark video or movie. But if Sherry is someone who realizes, you know, I naturally know the benefits of a great walk and you can put your baby in the stroller and take them with you and I'm betting that Sherry could bring to that the language that is natural for her to express. When you are tapping into your own genius, your own natural language, you don't come across sounding like someone who wants to make the next best sale. You just sound like you. You just sound authentic. So there's nothing to worry about. Now, a lot of other people are going to say, well, what about what about my storytelling aspect? What about that? Where does that come into it all? Because think about it. Hallmark. Do they tell wonderful stories? Some people would say, oh, they're just too overly simple. Yeah, in many cases they are, because after a long week or in Sherry's case, working with moms that have just given birth, you want something simple. You want something you don't have to work hard at. So how might you, if you are the writer, if you're the storyteller, if you're putting together the book or the website, how might you share a story that has a poignant message, but it's not overly complicated. Now let's think about this. Um, Hallmark, for example, they have, I think, the corner market on Christmas stories. You you think of Hallmark and Christmas. But if you've noticed, they go into some themes that are really, really hard to talk about. Because let's face it, life is 
messy. Most of us know the, the deep abyss of being lonely. I know my phone rings off the hook during holiday times. I am, I am what's called a sponsor in 12-step programs. And even though I tend to be in the programs for friends and family members of alcoholics, I, I don't sponsor anyone who is um, dealing with drug addiction or alcohol addiction. I, I sponsor people who are the family members. They too are going through terrible loneliness and they too are dealing with their own addictions. And they too can't understand how a Hallmark movie could ever help out during real and messy times. Well, here's what's interesting. If you have some support in your life, so that that works as almost a barrier between you and what you're dealing with, such as loneliness. If you have some support, if you have a fair amount of friendship around you during the holidays, if you feel financially okay, even if you are lonely, there are moments when the lightness the feel-goodness of something in the Hallmark category is what's going to nurture you. It's what's going to give you a break from that life that is so messy. Or just as some people say, it's my reality. My reality is full of, and you can just fill in the blank, addiction, hard times, financial strain, whatever else. You can just fill in the blank. Even when all of that is going on, as long as you're not in the place of deep and dire grief, something in the Hallmark category can bring delight and relaxation. Now, another thing I like to talk to people about is when you're working on your website or your book, the entire thing doesn't have to be like a Hallmark movie. You can bring in a story in chapter two. You can take them through lessons in chapter three and four and five, and then back to a story in chapter six. It's not that the whole thing has to represent a Hallmark movie. It's that there's a time and a place to just feel good again, to just relax. I mean, honestly, I am very, very thankful <laughs> for a Hallmark movie come the end of a week. Because if I want to approach a holiday, and Hallmark is best at these holidays, I can rely on them to provide something. Just this last, oh, was it, I want to say it was Thanksgiving. I watched something, has the title Harvest in it. Oh, it was just so cute and silly. Um, maybe you know it. 
But it was basically this city gal moves to the country, finds love, and it all works out great. I mean, if that's not Hallmark, I don't know what is. But you know what? At the end of a hard week, that came with a lot of welcome. I enjoyed it. Hour and a half on the couch. Unwind. Be myself. Now you might also be saying, well, doesn't this oversimplify all the work we've done to really make headway in trauma? I mean, some of you work in trauma and some of you know there is more literature, more research, more available to the everyday reader in the trauma department in the last 10 years than there has been in the 50 prior. The amount of work that has gone into documenting how to work with your trauma in the last 10 years is huge. So there are some people that are just a little dated and just a little practiced in discounting the effects of a good Hallmark movie and say, you know, we don't want to take people out of their trauma too soon or too easily. The term you're going to hear in with trauma professionals is this term of bypassing. Bypassing means when you have something emotional that needs to be seen and dealt with, oh, you can bypass it, get out of it by, you know, turning on the TV and zoning out. Well, you know, a Hallmark movie could do that for you, but they they have purpose far beyond that. And who is to say that the one going through trauma can't benefit from a little hour and a half of relaxing into a Hallmark movie before they go back to dealing head on with whatever that messy, traumatic, important stuff is in their life. I don't think we're meant to have the news on all day long. I don't think we're meant to read blogs and books and newspapers that only focus on how real and difficult and hard life is. We're supposed to have a break. And for my writers, I like to encourage you, develop that muscle in telling stories, of enlivening your readers, inspiring them in ways that you are genius, because we all need a break sometimes. And a Hallmark movie only lasts an hour and a half, two hours. We all need that. You still got 22 hours of your day to worry. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Listen, we've got one more segment of this show, and we've got a question from Jessica. So let's take a break right here, and we will be right back. (laughs) 
every person with a disability deserves equity in education, employment, and their community. Sherwood Community Services takes pride in serving all people with disabilities and their families since 1957, including in rural areas and non-native English-speaking communities. Sherwood provides service in Snohomish, Skagit, and Island Counties. Sherwood is open for referrals for telehealth and virtual support for children and adults with disabilities. To find out more, visit SherwoodCS.org. Sherwood, believing in abilities. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Today, our topic is just a little different than where we traditionally go. But I, again, I want to thank Sherry for inspiring this topic by writing in and asking me some questions about her website. She was very concerned that her website was starting to look a little too much like a Hallmark movie. Now, Sherry, like many others, uh, sells products and services. And I want to let you know as a reader that if you do too, and you would like me to make commercials for you to help you reach a much greater audience, why don't you get in touch with me at AskCoachDebbie, AskCoachDebbie at gmail.com. And Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. AskCoachDebbie at gmail.com. And just tell me a little bit about your business and where your target audience is. And we can talk about commercials that either run for one episode or even as long as one full month. And I promise you, it's going to increase dramatically your outreach and improve your sales. So if that speaks to you, reach out to me at AskCoachDebbie at gmail.com. And again, Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. If you're curious at all about my other services, I offer retreats. Uh, for one-on-one coaching for writers, speakers, for even podcast and radio hosts. I help people express themselves in their own creative way. If you'd like to learn more about that, you can go to my website, which is coachdebbie.com, and feel free to click on Connect and send me a little note so we can talk about whatever is on your mind. Now, Jessica writes in today, sounds like she is listening live, and she says this, I feel as though my audience needs to know my struggles if they are ever going to trust me. I write for Psychology Today and I have worked in many areas of counseling. As of lately, I've been working mostly with mothers and their teens. But it seems to me, without putting my own struggles in my articles, and even sometimes in the situations discussed in session, there's no way I can promise to be understood or trusted 
What are your thoughts about that regarding your hallmark topic today? Okay, very good, very good. So one thing, Jessica, I want to say is that again, a hallmark movie, a hallmark book, a romance novel, all those things. I'm I'm not saying throw out everything you've ever read before and binge on this. That that's not my message today, and I I'm sensing you know that. But I also want to share that you take the time, I am sure, as someone who writes for Psychology Today, you take the time to suss out what people need to hear from you. I don't know that I would say they need to know a lot about your struggle, but I would say that they need to know that when you offer a topic, you're willing to go deeper. So if you offer a topic of, um, you said you worked with moms and their teens. So maybe, maybe cutting is something that comes up and cutting would sound like something very, very far from what you would ever see on a Hallmark movie. But as you know your clients, you can suggest to them that while uh, while maybe a client's cutting seems so severe to mom, there's actually all of these girls that have dealt with it and they have dealt with it in these particular ways. You might even want to share that some of these girls, oh, you might want to share some of the economic demographics. You might want to share things of what your clients have gone on to do. In a way, this isn't getting so hallmarky that you are turning off the moms or the teenage girls that are in your office or reading your articles, but you're you're letting them know that even in the more wholesome, easygoing, well-established, all of those words we put with homes that just seem to be problem-free, seems like you could let them know there's all kinds of trouble there. And there's all kinds of paths out of that trouble. It, it wouldn't be creating a scenario that just fluffs up something really difficult like cutting. And, you know, I'm, I'm just working off of my own, you know, just working off the cuff here with you, Jessica. I'm just trying to come up with things that you might see. I'm guessing that the moms, the daughters, the people that you write to, they need to know less about you growing up and more about what you've seen as a counselor. Now, I, I've never been a counselor, so I'm, I'm, I might be reaching a bit here, 
But my advice to you is to not worry that you are going to oversimplify things. I also don't want you to worry that you know so much about the traumas that um, you're never giving hope. What I'd like you to think about are the stories that are kind of in the middle. Maybe they started pretty rough for your other clients, but you know the pathway that they took to have minor and even major success as they went on. How would it be to share that? And to to think about how it could even have a real G rating, you know, in terms of movie, um, where it doesn't go into all the details of what your clients endured, but it does show that by taking one step after another, that by sticking to something on a daily basis, by having great communication with mom, that this is the stuff that puts an end to things like cutting. I, I Again, I just made that up because I was trying to think of something that I've never seen on a, a Hallmark movie. My guess, Jessica, is that they are going to trust you. I see that you put that word in your your note to me a few times, but, I, but I'm just I'm in slight disagreement that they need to know a lot about your own story as as a teen or as a mom, I'm, I'm thinking they need to know about real life stories where you have been the counselor. So I, I hope that helps. And I hope you see that in your work, you, you don't have to go so far away from the trauma that you find yourself in just a kind of a hallmark band-aid. Nobody wants that. But everybody loves an opportunity to just feel good again. You know, we we hear the idea. In fact, somebody said this to me recently. I kind of took it, I took it the wrong way at first, but somebody said to me recently. For, for a person like you, Debbie, that loves to encourage others, it's interesting how little time you spend watching the news and dealing, you know, with the reality of the news. I was kind of, I was kind of taken aback at first, but I think if I just decide to be thoughtful here, that the person was actually saying. How is it that you can host on a radio show and promote the writings of your students and offer advice if you're not tuned in on a regular basis with everything in the daily news? I think that's where that conversation was going. So I'm just going to try to be very thoughtful. Because like I said, it kind of ruffled me when it, it was said. But, you know, 
what what I find to be so important is that we take in whatever allows us to learn, to grow, to be our very, very best. And honestly, I I would be that person that watched less Hallmark <laughs> and took in more and more news if it really helped me be my very best. I promise you I would. But what I have found at this point in my life, and I'm on in my years, you know, I'm not 20. I am in my 50s. And what I have found is that it really helps me to listen to those that I find to be as experts, whether they present books or podcasts or articles, those experts that are in self-improvement, that really have a good understanding of family addiction and how to move out of it, those that empower us to build in our work environments or in our business environments, those that help us be great communicators, those that want us to nourish our love relationships and our loving own relationship with self, all of that stuff, that's, that's where I put a lot of time. Why? Because it brings out the best in me. And for the person that is really indulging deeply in activism, news, protesting, marching, they're doing it because they believe it's what matters most. So I give them a high five. It's, it's really when we're afraid that if we don't do this, we're never going to be anyone. And eh, that's when, that's when I want to sit down with someone and hear their story, hear why they're resisting more of the feel good side of life and going deeply, deeply, deeply headstrong into the traumatic side. Sometimes that creates this massive gap and it, it is in the gap that something like a little romance story or a Hallmark story or a story within that long book you're writing that is a little more Hallmarky could really belong to uplift others. There's, there's ways that you are naturally positive as a communicator or a writer that inspires others. There's ways that you tell stories that is kind of G-rated and family-friendly that uplifts others. It's not that you have to put out a whole book on it, but why not pepper that in? Why not give people a little break here and there from what can be a real jaded experience these days. We have a lot to deal with. I just find that sometimes the weekend, 
the the evening when you find you have free time, that a little hallmark experience can go a long way. It's not that it has to direct your whole life, but why not a little something? I'll tell you this. Don mentioned that he's got some burly friends in his life that take in a a Hallmark story or romance novel. And, you know, I do, too. I definitely do. My brother turned on. Oh, I wish I could tell you the title now, but it was definitely a Christmas movie uh, this last holiday season. You know, and he doesn't really have time for Anything that's, uh, you know, too gushy, uh, I think would be his word. Oh, that's just a little gushy for me. And yet this movie that he picked out, (laughs) it was so sweet. It was almost too sweet for my sweet tooth. And I saw little teary eyes coming over my brother this holiday while we were watching it. It'll surprise you. People like my brother who work very, very hard at the postal office and need a little break at Christmas find themselves turning to a funny, sweet, family-friendly, G-rated, Hallmark, easygoing movie. Why? Because it makes you feel good. And our writing, some point, come on. It should make us feel good. I hope you agree. I hope you're not too jaded for this topic today, but we can always talk more. Get in touch with me at coachdebbie.com. And until next Thursday, namaste, my friends.